Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey. I'm here today, or late this afternoon, to do a movie review uh, of Annabelle Comes Home. Uh, went and seen this last night. Um, wasn't a huge crowd. It was big enough, you know, uh, but this is the seventh film of the Conjuring Universe which I'm a huge fan of. The only one that I really disliked was uh, the first Annabelle, coincidentally. But, you know, I really enjoyed them all. Um, I know some people dislike The Nun, but I actually, you know, I, I enjoyed that. I probably would just give it a three markouts, though, out of five. But that, but I enjoyed them all, so I'm just going to get right into what this one's about. And... I'll, this will probably be a spoiler review. Um, maybe not though. Maybe I, I think it'll have to be though. But you know, I will say before I do this, uh, I did like how they connected this film with The Conjuring and um, The Curse of La Llorona. Um, there's a scene in the beginning of the film that connects it to The Curse of La Llorona, and the reason they're having a babysitter is because they're going on that case of. The Conjuring in that first film, so three films are connected in this one film. So uh, I really thought I thought that was pretty cool. But I'll get to the premise of this film. It is let's get it started with determined to keep Annabelle from wrecking more havoc. Demonologist Ed and Lorraine Warren bring the possessed doll to the locked artifacts room in their home, placing her safely behind sacred glass and enlisting a priest-holy blessing. But an unholy night of horror awaits as Annabelle awakens the evil spirits in the room who all set their sights on a new target. The Warren's 10-year-old daughter, Judy, and her babysitter, Mary Ellen, and her friend that shows up, um, Daniela. Also, uh, uh, her love interest, Mary Ellen's love interest, kind of pops in. His name is Bob, but if in the movie, uh, he's he's got a nickname, and it's mentioned uh, several times, and I just got a kick out of it. every time it was mentioned. I laughed every single time. Bob has balls. I love that. But you know, let, let's get into the cast, um, and I'll give you my thoughts of how they did in this movie. Uh, Makina Grace plays Judy Warren. I thought she was fantastic as the Warren, you know, the Warren's daughter. Uh, not just dealing with them as your parents, but everything else that's going on. Because there's a newspaper in the beginning of the film that says the Warrens heroes or hoats. You know, are they con men and or, or are they the real deal? I, I loved how she played that off. You know, because it hits her because she gets picked on uh, because of it. Um, but I really thought she was really good in this movie. Madison Osmond played Mary Ellen. I really liked her. She's relatable. You can get behind her. You can cheer for her character. Um, so that was a plus. Um, uh, let's go on. Uh, Katie Sar Sarif. Uh, I can't pronounce that last name. Played Daniela Rios. Uh, I thought she was really good. She is the reason everything happens in this movie. Um, but she has a reason for that. And uh, I'll go into that in a little bit. Um, let's see. Michael Semenio played Bob. I thought he was good. He was awkward. And it, it, it worked. 
I really liked him in this movie. And of course, Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson return as the Warrens, who they're just great in everything they do together. They, they're the reason I like this shared universe. Uh, you know, they, they, there's something about them that brings life to these characters uh, and to the films they're in. Um, but they're really just a, I don't want to say a cameo because they're. My fear was there they were only going to be in it in the beginning and the end, and that, that's really true. Uh, spoilers, but that's true. Um, so if you're listening, this is I, I know I already mentioned it's probably going to be a spoiler review, but yeah, they're only in it for about ten minutes. But you know, it, I don't feel this film missed that missed them though. I think this. I mean, obviously, I would have liked to seen them in it more. Uh, because them dealing with Annabelle I thought was going to be great. But it really, they weren't really needed all that much. Uh, you know? I mean, this is, I don't know. You know, maybe this, I, I don't know if this is supposed to be based on the true events or not. I know a lot of people don't believe in them, believe they were con artists. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not here to go into details about how I feel about that. But I will say this, I think anything is possible, uh, you know, uh, we, we don't even know, I mean, what's possible, I don't think people want to believe that, though, because, you know, I mean, you just don't want to believe that kind of evil could be here, but, uh, yeah, but I, I'm not going to get into that, but, uh, I, I really liked how this movie started with them getting Annabelle, their car breaks down, and, um, Right before that, they get till they have to turn around because there's been an accident, which connects it to the curse of La Llorona. That accident that happened at the beginning of that at the beginning of that film. So I like that connecting. I thought it. I didn't. I know that it was connecting in that moment. I thought it was, but I didn't know. I thought maybe that's the curse of La Llorona connection. Uh, you know, but it turns out it was, and it, it's it's simple, it's subtle. Uh, you know. If you blink, you'll miss it, but I really, really enjoyed that. But I really enjoyed the car breaking down, and Ed's trying to figure out what's going on, and uh, all of a sudden, Lorraine sees these spirits, these ghosts, uh, they're, they're next to a cemetery. She can control things, these spirits, and um, so we see them. One of them pushes Ed right in the middle of the street, and there's this truck coming, and almost runs him down. The driver in the truck afterwards said, for a second there, I couldn't control my truck. Uh, so she was controlling the truck, you know, and, and that's just great. And then Lorraine looks back inside the car and looks at Annabelle and says, it's the doll. The doll's doing this. So they take the doll you know, to their home with them. They have a priest there. He blesses the room and everything, and plus, including Annabelle. Then they get it. The they go. They have to leave. So, which they're going to the case of the Conjuring. Uh, they have to give a babysitter, and Mary Ellen is the babysitter. So, I, you know, then Daniela comes in because she she's curious about the the Warrens on their in, in their own right, but. Something has happened to her in the past six months. She lost her father. Uh, she blames herself. It was a car accident. Um, and she blames herself. So she wants, she snoops, uh, 
around the house while Mary Ellen takes Judy um, roller skating. A present that Daniela got her, but uh, obviously to get her out of the house and so she can snoop around trying to get inside that room that's locked. Uh, the room, the door says, do not come in. Do not, you know, it's dangerous. Do not come in. And she can't get it in because it's locked. So she's searching in the Warren study room, uh, uh, trying to find the, these keys. It comes up on cases uh, and whatnot. Uh, I believe that, you know, she gets into the room and uh, she finds keys. She finds the keys, goes into the room, takes a picture of her father and finds this lock. It puts picture of a father in the locket and says if there's a presence here you know etc etc um she ends up uh letting annabelle out by accident uh uh she she's looking at the case the annabelle the glass case annabelle's in and uh she turns around uh to walk away and annabelle falls over and so she goes and she ends up opening it, even though there's a warning sign saying, under no circumstances open this. I mean, that's not what it says, but that's, you know, under no circumstances are you supposed to open this. This is very, it's a very dangerous entity inside this doll. Um, but she disregards the warning, opens it, tries to push Annabelle back. Um, she ends up leaving the room, and the door kind of, opens slowly and Annabelle gets out of course you don't see Annabelle moving that's not the point of the story you never see her moving but she does move around she gets around the house and she starts unleashing all these spirits and that's just gonna terrorize and haunt these three girls plus Bob ends up showing up and with a pizza guy and he's like Bob has balls I didn't understand why he said it at first. Then I realized, okay, it's his nickname, Bob Has Balls. Because he, he's an equipment manager for the school, for the basketball team, I believe. And it's just, there's no real big story under that, which is most, which is, you know, happens with most nicknames. And you just get called a nickname. If someone will call you something, it, it'll stick. And that's kind of what's happened here. Bob Has Balls stuck. So that's his nickname, which it's it's comedy gold right there i mean with that that every time it's mentioned it's just funny i mean there's some comedy in this movie but it's not like it's comedy at the right time you know it's not like it's all over the place uh this film did not depend on jump scares throughout the film uh it does have a few jump scares not saying that it does uh it's the conjuring universe it's gonna have jump scares but this film did not depend on jump scares it depended on its story alone in my opinion uh, and it told a really good story it gave these characters uh, some depth. You know, you get to know these characters before all this starts to go down. And um, I liked all of the characters in this movie. Uh, Danielle, I really liked. I uh, understood what she wanted. As she, I know a lot of people are going to say she was dumb or stupid. But, you know, she's, you know, grieving. And she doesn't know what to do. And she just wants to know if her father's okay wherever he's at. And, I, I mean, I totally get that. I mean... I'm not saying she was right to do what she did. She wasn't, but I can understand why she did it. Um, and she totally regretted it right after she did it. After she knows she let out, she she caused this, and she, you know, she regretted it. Uh, she got stuck in that room later on in the movie, and uh, 
there was this TV that came on, and it, you know, it foreshadowed what she was going to do in the future, and I thought that was great. Uh, there was the the fairy man, who I think should get a spinoff film of his own. Uh, he was great. Uh, that character was pretty good. Uh, I love the 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 the, the dead uh, spirits that have coins on, on their head, on their eyeballs. Uh, you know that that was that was creepy. I loved how they would just fall, and you know. But I have to mention this: um, when Bob was singing to Mary Ellen, it, it was like say anything. It was like you know, kind of like that scene. It was funny, but uh, they were going downstairs. Uh, Annabelle unleashed something else, and it was this hellhound. Uh, which is comes comes from their one of their cases, I believe, in London, um, where many people thought it was a werewolf, yeah, but it's a hellhound, and it's coming after Bob, and and it it was man, I, I love that those scenes that the hellhound he's kind he kind of I don't know if it's a he or she, but that that part of the movie I was really in it, uh, I loved it. Uh, he was great. I keep saying he, I don't know, but. I love those scenes where the Hellhound was part of it, and I'm pretty sure that's what The Conjuring 3 is going to be about, about those cases with this Hellhound. It's, um, about the, I don't know if it's going to be about, I don't know if it's about the guy or not, but, I, it's, uh, you've heard it's a werewolf, but now seeing this, I think it's a Hellhound, um, but anyway, that I, I love those scenes. I, overall, I love this film, uh, you know, everything about it, it it's, I thought it was a little slow, but by the by, the, when things start picking up, I was like, "Yeah, I understood why they they just took their time with it," and you, I appreciate that. I appreciate them taking their time instead of rushing, you know, getting to know these characters. And uh, I I think it worked in their favor by doing that. Um, but you know, Annabelle seemed to be everywhere. She needed a soul, and this is kind of where she kind of reminds me of Chucky. The old Chucky, not the new Chucky, but the old Chucky where he he needed a soul. Um, and they're very similar in that aspect. Because that's what she needed in creation. She got it with that little girl who went on to kill her step-parents, I believe. Because um, she was in a foster foster family, you know, foster home. But, the, 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 you know, the nun's foster home. But, um... So she went out to do that. So this girl, so Annabelle, that's what Annabelle wants. She needs a new soul, and and I really didn't connect it to Chucky till like 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 till last night. I never thought about it that way. But yeah, you see the demon of what it is, and uh, Beth said that that demon showed up in the first movie. I honestly do not remember that. Um, but then again, I'm not a fan of the first movie, so I kind of forgot it. So. <laughs> But uh, you see that and he is terrifying looking. I mean, he's. I'm not. I was never. I mean, I did jump once, but it was like a, out of a body experience kind of a jump. Like uh, I felt the jump inside. It's weird. I don't know how it happened, but it felt weird. But yeah, um, you know that it was with uh, Daniela's father. Uh, Annabelle used to that to to hurt Daniela uh, to make her think it was her fault. But this movie has depth, man. It it, it is it is really has depth. It's I think it's a such a good story, uh, such a good film. I really do. I'm not saying it's better than Creation. I don't know if, if I would consider it better. I uh, but it's it's on the same level of that. Uh, 
you know, Annabelle Creation is one of my favorite films in this universe, and I think uh, Annabelle Comes Home is right up there with it. Uh, top three or four, uh, I would say. Um, I'm not sure. So three, okay. I don't know, I don't know. But it doesn't matter. I really enjoy this movie. And that's the bottom line. Um, would I recommend this movie? Absolutely. Uh, well, if you're not a fan of the Conjuring universe, I probably wouldn't recommend it. Because if you're not a fan of the universe, you're probably not going to be a fan of this film. But if you casually like some of the films, or you're a diehard fan of this franchise... Definitely go see this movie. I'd highly recommend it. Um, I'm going to get into the scores for Rotten Tomatoes now. Uh, it got a 69%, which is really good for horror films. Uh, you, you know, most of the time they don't, they don't get, they don't, they're not received well. Um, uh, audience scores at 72. So, I mean, it's pretty, it's decent. Uh, I, I'm going to give my score, um, you know, I really... Didn't feel... I, I will say one thing. One negative thing. Uh, the character Judy Warren. Um, you know, her character was seeing this priest who had passed. Um, and you felt that he was trying to help her. Uh, but they really didn't go too much into that. Uh, you know, I, I felt like that was kind of wasted. Um... That would be my only negative thing to say about the film, though. I mean, I thought it told a good story. I thought the acting was superb. I thought, you know, the setting in this one location, basically the house, you know, uh, became a haunted house. Real, You know, like, you're stuck in a house, and it's haunted, and because of Annabelle unleashing all these spirits, I thought it was well done. I thought, you know, I really did all these spirits coming out. And there's many spin-off ideas they could do from just this movie alone. Uh, there were several in creation they could do. Um, you know, The Conjuring has created some spin-offs ideas for fans uh like The Crooked Man, but I think when I think of creation, uh, I think of the Scarecrow. That one, I would love to see that happen. Uh for this one though, man, uh, like I said, The Fairy Man uh, the Hellhound, the, 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 there was also the bride that you put on this wedding dress and it just makes you kill people. <laughs> I would love to see that. Uh, that woman was pretty creepy, uh, as well. Um, she was like a mixture of the nun to me and, um, the La La Rona. I, I originally thought it was La La Rona, but then they go in details about a wedding dress. She, she didn't kill her kids. So, obviously it wasn't her, because they didn't stop that in La La Rona, the Curse of La La Rona. But, uh, you know, I'm going to give this a 4.5, I think. Um, I think it's a, it's a really good film. Uh, I really do. Um, I think this is probably the end of the Annabelle franchise. Uh, even if it does well, I, I just, I felt like this was like the perfect end for, for this franchise. Um... I really do. I don't feel like... I'm not sure what you can do. Um, because in the first one... Um, maybe you... Maybe there's one more you can sell. Because, you know... After creation... It's it's about the couple... Or the three people that... Gave the doll... 
to uh, the Warrens. You could tell that story, how they got the doll and what it did to make them find the Warrens. I think you could do that one. That's one more story you can do. But I don't think you need to do it. I really don't. I think this is a perfect trilogy. Well, it's not perfect, but 2 and 3 is really good. Even though 2 is an actual prequel. This is really a sequel to Annabelle. Uh, this is the real sequel to Annabelle. So, But... Two of the three films are really good. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of this one. I, I'm really psyched for The Conjuring 3 uh, and whatever else they got planned. I'm, I'm on board with it all. Um, I hope A Crooked Man gets made. I, I'm looking forward to The Nun 2 as well. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like that movie, but I enjoyed it. Um, wasn't the best, but I enjoyed it. Uh, but, you know... That's my thoughts of Annabelle Comes Home. Um, I was really, you know, excited after it was over. Uh, I was I was in a good mood after it was over. It, it put a smile on my face to watch this, and uh, it, uh, it 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 delivered in my book. Um, some people, you know, are, could hate on it, and uh, and that's fine. If you don't like, you don't like it. But for me personally, it delivered. I was happy that I saw it and. I look forward to what else James Wan's going to do. He wrote, he helped write this one, he helped produce this one. Whatever James Wan does, I'm on board. Uh, whether it's superhero films or horror films. As we all know, James Wan is responsible for the Conjuring universe. He's responsible for the Insidious franchise. He's responsible for Saul. I mean, this guy has developed... Uh, some of the biggest horror franchises of the modern era, and he, he, he's my favorite director today, currently working today, uh, I, all time, he's probably my top five, but today working, he's my favorite, um, I still love my Spielberg, don't get me wrong, but Spielberg doesn't work as much today, and, uh, but, you know, James Wan is just, he reminds me of Carpenter so much. I, I really dig James Wan. I'm looking forward to whatever he's doing next. I know he's going to produce Mortal Kombat, that reboot of that. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but anything James Wan does, I'm there. He's made some of my favorite modern horror films today. Uh, uh, when I, I mean, Dead Silence about the puppets, the woman and the puppets. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I love that movie. Um that movie did with Kid Kevin Bacon, uh, Death Sentence, was like a, mo a modern remake of Death Wish. Uh, it really was, and it was it was so good. If you have not checked it, out, if you never, yeah, if you can't speak, if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend you checking that out. I I loved Death Sentence. Uh, James Wan to me can do no wrong. Um, I haven't seen one film of his that I was like, well, this is this is trash or this just sucks. Or whatever, but I, I I appreciate James Wan. You know, I, even if he's not directing many horror films today, uh, he has something to do with it. Whether it's writing or producing, uh, you know, he comes up with the stories for most of these films, for most of these spinoffs. And if he's involved at all, like uh, producing whatever, if he's really involved, I know the film's gonna be decent. Uh, I know there's not a lot of directors are like him. You know, I don't think anyone can replace him. But he does handpick the people now to make these films. 
Uh, I think he saw what the first Annabelle was, and uh, he wasn't involved in much of that movie. He got a producer's credit. I think it was executive producer. Um, he may have been producer, but he really wasn't there. He was working on something else. But now when they do one, he's he's just he's overseeing things, and I think when he's overseeing things, it's going to go right. Um, uh, of course, people would argue with me that the nun he oversaw that, and that did not go so well. But uh, Money-wise, it went well. Movie, how it turned out, I liked it, like I said, but I didn't love it. Uh, I can see why people disliked it or trashed it. I understand your complaints, but uh, I still thought it was a decent film. I think it spent too much time on, uh, you know, jump scares, but, you know, this one did not. Annabelle Comes Home did not depend on jump scares, and uh, that's that's great. Uh, but, you know, this is my thoughts on Annabelle Come Home. I recommend it. Uh, I hope uh, people go out and see it and give it a shot. But that was my thoughts. Uh, tomorrow I may do uh, the box office results. Uh, oh, currently right now, Annabelle Comes Home has made $17 million. Uh, It started on Wednesday. But uh, that's been my thoughts on Annabelle Comes Home. Um, stay tuned uh, for this upcoming week's episodes. Um... Uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, stay tuned for more content coming up. Uh, this is Brandon Spivey from the Markout Movie Podcast.